0: Hello, it's July 2012, and you thought you'd never hear a podcast from Big Finish again, but oh no, here's one. I'm applauding myself. (laughs) Hello, I'm Nick Briggs, and over there is Paul Sprack. Hello, Paul. Hello, I'm over here. We've been away quite a long time from the podcast thing, haven't we?
1: Where have you been? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to go into it.
0: I mean, there are many reasons (laughs) why we've just been really busy, haven't we?
1: Yes. Well, I mean, we've we've been scattered all over the place as as per usual, haven't we? Uh, You you've you've been uh, writing things. David's been. Um, making sure things go in and out of studio at a nice, timely manner. I've been here (laughs) sending emails to everybody left, right and centre. You've been here doing everything else.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Mm. If we were to list all the things you do, Paul, this would be a very long podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think if we were to list anything that anyone in this company did, it would would take quite quite a substantial amount of time. But anyway, we we felt responsible, didn't we? We felt responsible to the listenership who said that they miss us, which is quite sweet. Yeah,
0: we don't actually have time to do this. I don't (laughs) know what we're faffing around for. I've got to go off and do some ADR later, which stands for Alternative Dingo Retroactiveness. Right. Um, Or something. I don't know, for Doctor Who. I have to do that. I have to leave in an hour's time well this will have to be a lot quicker than we intended then <laughs> yeah 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 um yeah oh, the other reason that there haven't been any podcasts is also because there were the problems with the website we kind of felt that it was just um i don't know probably quite annoying that when when you were all having problems with your accounts and most of that has stopped now us to come on with big smiley faces going oh everything's marvelous i just thought that if i'd been you i might have wanted to punch me in the face Maybe you do want to do that anyway. I'm not asking you, Paul. You're, you're looking as if I'm inviting you to punch me in the face. Well, you know,
1: you don't get these opportunities very often, do you? I thought, you know, I might. oh, come. <laughs> oh, God, sorry about that. There's no need to be that violent, Paul. Honestly,
0: <laughs> you see, he's he sounds
1: happy, but actually, he's
0: deaf. <laughs> Anyway, We
1: should also point out that David Richardson is not here, sadly, no. because uh, he is in studio doing important things.
0: Yeah, what's he doing today, can we say? I, I,
1: I don't know if we can. I you don't know me if I know. You gave
0: me a yesterday when I asked you what, where David was, and you said, oh, he's doing a particular story, uh, one that's actually been postponed, the recording's been postponed till the end of August, and uh, I've only just finished the script, and the idea that he was in the studio and I was meant to be there directing this play that I'd only just finished, for a moment... I, I thought I was going to
1: have a heart attack. No, we did it. We, David directed it yesterday. It's fine. It's all done. Oh, <laughs> God, yeah. Anyway, he did that to me again.
0: When, after I told him that in a voicemail message, I, I, I asked him where he'd been um, in connection with something else. He said, oh, recording. I will cut that. Uh, uh, anyway... Uh, The main thing we're gonna do today, there are two things. We're going to finally give the results of the competition far too late. Huge apologies for that. And because I know that I'm going to be away in Nottingham doing some theater uh, whilst writing scripts at the same time. And then after that, I'll be going off on tour doing a Sherlock Holmes play, um, again, writing at the same time. And in between um, tour dates, directing Big Finish stuff. I'm I'm, I'm just trying to impress upon you, I'm busy. I don't think it's fair for us to set another competition because we left people waiting for so long. <gasps> the fridge stopped making a noise. Can you? T- the difference oh, is amazing, exciting, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Um, There's so, no trains either. It's a nice sunny day. Oh, it's, it's an air of calm has descended. There.
0: A, it's
1: an earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> um, so
0: I thought that was fair. We'll, we will, you know, we'll be back in in the mid mid autumn. I I think, with some more podcasts. In the meantime, there will be other podcasts, little uh, special excerpts from our productions like we've had from Benny and from Stargate. And there'll certainly be a really interesting podcast about Dark Eyes, the new Eighth Doctor box set coming out later this year.
1: Yes, the other thing, of course, is that we can't necessarily guarantee these will be weekly. It depends on who's got the time to edit something together and uh, sort it out in time. It sounds they, appallingly they
0: amateur to me, Paul. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I I sense some people on the forum whose names shall not be mentioned here will be immediately writing a lot of complaints. Do you so, remember
1: when these used to be monthly? It used to be easy then. <laughs> yeah, what
0: did we do? Okay, and the other thing we'll be doing is answering uh, your queries or, or airing them anyway, whether whether we can answer them is a moot point um what should we deal with
1: first the competition yes let's get the competition out of the way shall we competition Need that lovely music it's playing now oh well, that's all right then
0: <laughs> good well done so what was the competition last time paul
1: the competition last time that was, was in two, two, was three
0: years ago uh, wasn't yeah, it? yeah it was in
1: may <laughs> it's july now yeah. But yes, the, the competition was in May, uh, it was to win the May releases, and so it probably should really still be to win the May releases, even I... though it's a couple of months later, just in case people entered the competition and then didn't buy the May releases in case they won. They'd be a bit annoyed if we then sent them the June releases they'd bought.
0: Yes. <laughs> I mean, I suppose we could say to people, if if the person who's won has already bought them, maybe we should offer them Yes, mate. Another so. month's releases. But anyway, we'll we'll deal
1: with that when the person who has won yes. contacts us. Firstly, uh, the question was, what name did Vala in Stargate go by when she had a gold symbiote controlling her? You know the answer to that, don't you? It's, it's, oh, <laughs> it's, it's just on
0: the tip of my tongue, being being a huge aficionado of Stargate. Yes, well, you, get, you were
1: going to say Katesh, weren't you? That's what you were going to say. Oh, bless you. <laughs> Really, was it Katesh? Katesh. Yeah. Katesh. Katesh. <laughs> Sorry, just had to make that joke really obvious. Okay. And, uh, and our Kitesh. winner, who is going to win the month's releases, and a script, we, I believe we promised. Yes, Although I haven't decided we know? which script. A mystery just, script. A mystery script. I shall pick a script out of our large pile of signed scripts and send something That's out. That's
0: signed by the cast, in case you're worrying.
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> the, the winner is Yutaka Toguchi. From Grand Terrace, California. That sounds like a Stargate name too. That's brilliant. Yes, how Good, appropriate. Yeah. Um, and well done, uh, congratulations. And and in all of the the random shouting that that was that I was just re-listening to in that previous podcast, I'm not sure if we said we were going to have runners up or anything at all. So I've picked three runners up. Oh, bless you. That, that we can send a, a script to to each oh. of them and who are they so th- those three runners up are Chris Myers from Potter's Bar Matt Stewart who is currently in the University of Warwick in Coventry apparently oh. so I hope, I hope he hasn't broken up for the term it's going to be a bit embarrassing when we, I send a script to that address he might want to get in touch <laughs> yeah and uh, <laughs> yeah. Andy Wellock who's in Watford in Hearts Watford yeah
0: is that in the Dalek Invasion of Earth what was what was going on in Watford I don't know, I've not seen it in a while I only judge places by that Right, okay Like I was going through Bedford the other day on a train So I tweeted I've just arrived in Bedford The place is crawling with Daleks (laughs) Because that's what they (laughs) say Oh, you're
1: tweeting now, are you? You were the one who said that you were never ever going to use that account When you started doing it I lied (laughs) (laughs) I was sitting on a train
0: that had Wi-Fi I I only do tweeting from my computer Yeah, okay Uh, Because I think, you know, if you're using your phone to tweet all the time, that way madness lies. Mm. So, you know, in a few months when I'm on this podcast again and you can say, oh, you were the one who said you'd never tweet from your telephone. (laughs) And now I am. (laughs) Did I use the word telephone? That makes me sound as old as I am. (laughs) (laughs) Phone, I mean. Anyway. Right. Well, there we are. That's all the competitions wrapped up. We will be setting another competition at some point later in the autumn. Uh, Thank you. So.
1: We there did, are a couple did. of things on, that then. that we should probably mention. Firstly, as as has been discussed between me and David today, we're going to have to move the second half of Stargate Series Three back a month because the uh, it's it's running a bit behind because the the first box set was cutting it very very close to the wire, um, and so that's had a knock on effect on the second box set. Um, plus, also, I'm going to be away for a, a week in the middle of August, because I'll be at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, oh. so that won't help either. In the, in you mean you're speedy... having some time off, this I is know. unheard of. It's shocking, isn't it? Um, so I yes. mean, you don't
0: work for the BBC, they seem to be on holiday every week, <laughs> every time you contact It's like my agent, but I'm constantly getting emails from my agent's office saying that uh, he's, he's on annual leave, and I think, what, again? <laughs> either the years are going past really quickly, or he's having about five holidays a year.
1: Yeah so uh yeah so we're going to move that that back to september i mean we'll still be trying to get it out as quickly as possible so hopefully it'll be earlier in september rather than later going to in be september, on, is but, that going to be on
0: the website that uh, yes
1: i will be updating the website today so that'll be up before this podcast is i would think good but, uh, yes so uh, apologies for that. We're trying to get it done as quickly as possible. It's in the final stages of being sound designed and music added to it, but one of them's running a bit long, so it needs some cuts. And, uh, yes, it's uh, it's taking a little longer than we expected. And we also should mention the books sale. Yes. Also, a train coming through. Is that a train? Or is yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that's a goods train that doesn't appear to be carrying any goods. Oh, goods. <laughs> well, there's one. <laughs> You carry on. I'm going to point out when there's a flatbed truck that's actually got something on it. Oh yeah, I'm, do let let us another know. one.
0: Do let us know. Yeah. Um mention of the website there Uh, once again apologies for all the problems we had with the changeover to the new site I think everything has settled down now there's one Uh, (laughs) uh, there are still a few items I think that some people don't have in their account and I think they are the subscriber specials aren't they or has that all been sorted now
1: Um, I'm waiting to hear, Um, I'm still adding them into people's accounts manually at the moment but I don't know when the fix is finally going to be up and running um, I, I think some people are also missing the subscription for the um, the special releases bundle that's got Dark Eyes and Love and War and uh, U- Unit Dominion in it. Ah, oh, yes. Um, but they will be back certainly. A long time before they actually get released so you know if, if they're not in your account at the moment don't panic they they will be back certainly in time for that.
0: And just to say yeah if, if things aren't in your account it doesn't mean they've vanished and we have no record of it we can reinstate them we can get the information corrected and also in the final analysis we can actually I wouldn't say physically because it's digital but we can actually put it in your account yes. and override
1: anything. There so. is also actually an important side point to this which is the fact that the the website database and the sales database are separate um, to some extent because obviously sales has to be separate because of financial issues that it has Mm -hmm. you know it can't be connected to a lot of other bits and pieces but it does mean firstly that any orders that you've placed in the past on the old website and anything on the new website will be in sales database. So even if you can't see it in your account on the website, sales will have a record of oh, it. And that, that database make, yes. won't have changed in any way. So, you know, if, it, if you've ordered it, they will know about it. And it'll be there. Um, also, it does mean that if you change your address, if you only change it on the website, sales won't know about it. Um, so it's important to, to email in and you know, drop inquiries at bigfinish.com a line or email sales at bigfinish.com, which are our two main email addresses. They're the ones we use. Sales at bigfinish.com much, yeah. and
0: inquiries at bigfinish.com.
1: Yeah. Um, hmm. And if you drop us a line, then it'll, we'll be absolutely certain that the, the addresses match and have been updated on both of the systems. Brilliant. We should probably do something with the website so it actually says this address has been changed and forward it onto sales. So I need to check in to see if we can sort that out easily enough. I think on the old website, we sort of got around it by you not being able to change an address except by just emailing us and saying, Can I change this? Right. On the new website, because you can change it, it's potentially a problem.
0: Oh, dear. Well, I mean,. Uh- I know that people have been suffering. And if it's any consolation whatsoever, and I'm sure it isn't, it, the website development has cost us a fearful amount of money. <laughs> so we're mm. suffering as well. Um, yeah, but hopefully hopefully everything's uh, more or less sorted out now. I, I had a list of all the stuff that, uh, that was to be finished on the development front and um, it was quite short and it's going to yeah. be finished in quite a short amount of time. Um, just on a, a side point about sales and stuff, if you haven't already fallen asleep, uh, is the uh, we have access to see who's ordering what whenever we fancy having a look at it. And um, I noticed that a number of people, and this just may be... Uh, making decisions about buying things or I don't know what. But a number of people try several times to buy the same thing and they have several cancelled uh, orders. And so do let us know if there's anything that's tripping you up on, on that and we can correct that because... The sales do eventually go through. It just takes people several goes. And my wife suggested to me that maybe it is just people sort of thinking about it, leaving it there and coming back later. And it could be that. But I, I noticed that it does happen quite a lot. I think we've also cleared up the issue of the two-digit state code. But yes. uh, 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 people in the US aren't so used to entering. I think one of the problems is the use of the uh, um, words uh, two-digit well yes. perhaps it should say two letters um because digits implies a number. Um but I th- I think that's cleared up now. We've noticed far fewer um difficulties with that. Oh, boring myself to death. <laughs> oh did, let's should we have an email from Well I was gonna Facebook? say let's quickly before we forget about it, mention the book sale. Oh yes, go on then. Mention it. Uh there's a book sale coming up. ta da Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> someone choppering in it's a a helicopter that would have sounded better but the thing I made the noise with I broke it this morning
1: (laughs) Um, when is the the book sale? I can't remember the exact date. well why did you bring
0: it up if you can't remember because it's
1: very important to mention these things
0: oh right well you better
1: work out what the date is oh someone's just run away
0: (laughs) I'm just making some entertaining noises while you look up the date of the book
1: sale. Oh well, it's going to it's going gonna, it's gonna to take me a little while. So uh, so let's let's talk about what's actually in the book sale. Okay, what's in the book sale? <laughs> all the books. Hey. <laughs> oh, well, we've we've released a, a vast array of things, haven't we, over over the years? But they're all going to be uh, offered at uh, special discount prices for our book sale. So the Mervyn Stone mysteries will be uh, will be at a reduced price. Um, the Big Finish companion, I believe, is is that in the sale?
0: I don't know anything about this. So <laughs> I don't know why
1: you've even brought it up. All right. Okay. Well, uh, let's let's move on to emails then. Yes. Uh, while while I look up all of the details. Um, right. Okay. John Branigan. Yes. Has said. just
0: he sounds like a character from a movie, doesn't he? <laughs> John Brannigan is back, and this time he means business. Yes. Go
1: on. Well, I've I've, I've moved away from that has said uh, just a thanks to David for having the idea for countermeasures very enjoyable can somebody pat him on the back for me well we pat who on the back David for coming up with countermeasures
0: yes well he doesn't like to be touched so we probably won't do that but actually I must say I've already sent an email congratulating him on a fantastic series.
1: He says uh, not too hard, just the kind of mild pressure a friendly uncle would pat his nephew on the back with after his nephew had just won a prize at a fun fair. <laughs> so that's, that's sort that's of uh, nice, uh, it?
0: yes, yeah, a warm family pat. Yeah, <laughs> not a cow pat. <laughs>
1: Uh, Michael Evans says do you think there would ever be a chance for an intelligent reptile trilogy in Doctor Who I have a tremendous hankering for a very green colour scheme featuring the Ice Warriors the Silurians slash Sea Devils and the Draconians it would be scale-tastic that wouldn't be
0: expensive from a rights point of view at all <laughs> <clears throat> okay thank
1: I thought, you. I
0: thought you might say that yeah quite expensive to use all those monsters <laughs> Is that a no? <laughs> uh, no, it's not a no, but and also I don't. I think you want to give all those monsters uh, room to breathe, as it were, and so not have them all in the same story.
1: Uh, Dan Strauss says uh, first of all I want to thank you for the wonderful work you do I'm already looking forward to get my, getting my hands on the special box sets I was really surprised when I saw the new 8th Doctor's outfit on the cover, I would love to know how Paul reacted when you asked him to come to a photo shoot, did you plan on using it for a long time or was it a spontaneous idea I remember that I got a nice non-answer in the April podcast from Nick I also listened to A House by the Sea, actually he's put, I also listened to A Hose by the Sea recently, which is a whole different story. Yeah, it is. Uh, Would you mind answering me two questions? One, why was the ghost of the woman in the bedroom on tape and the man at the cliff not? Two, who is Nicholas Blair? Uh, Well, you see, I can't answer that, that's a Dark Shadows question. I don't
0: know, we'll have to get the Dark Shadows boys in to answer that. But with regard to the
1: um, Paul
0: McGann uh, costume question, um, it's... When it was revealed that Paul McGowan was wearing this costume at a convention and and, um, an aficionado of Doctor Who um, paid for this costume to be made by Weta, the people who do uh, the um, Lord of the Rings films and and used to do those marvellous Doctor Who figures, lovely, lovely people, we love them, Um, they... It, I don't know what, how that sentence began. But anyway, uh, we, <laughs> the, the costume had been done and people kept asking us, are you going to use it? Is this official? Is this official? And of course, it wasn't official. It was just something someone did for fun. But, you know, um, over the months, and maybe, is it a year since that happened? More? Well, quite probably, possibly yeah. now, yeah. Uh, Paul did mention it to us and he, he expressed an interest in, uh, you know, liking the idea of the Eighth Doctor's uh, costume changing and developing and so um we said to him do you fancy having some photographs done with these on and as many of you will know paul has often expressed a, a, been rather reticent about not having about having his photograph taken and so we've had very few photographs of him you know behind the scenes and what have you
1: but uh he's he, a constant irritation to my girlfriend who really, really fancies paul again <laughs> and would like to see more pictures of her. Oh, we should invite, him invite,
0: invite, <laughs> invite her to the studio um <laughs> And uh, so uh, I just asked him, really, and he seemed to be up for it. So then, of course, there was the whole business of, of um, getting it approved, and it was approved by the BBC. So that's all lovely. And so, you know, we'll be moving forward with uh, Paul McGann in that costume as approved by the BBC. So there we are. I'm on the subject so, it wasn't, of- yeah, so it wasn't planned. It's was kind of yeah. like it's something we thought we'd like to do. Yeah. Um, um, well, we took loads didn't we <laughs> lots of photographs yes I think he, he he was in there
1: for about an hour yes Alex Mallinson was enjoying himself immensely yeah taking photos of uh, of Paul McGann and taking photos of Ruth Bradley Ruth Bradley well. yes marvellous as for the
0: dark shadow, she's the new companion in case you yes. didn't know in, in Dark Eyes she plays Molly O'Sullivan who travels with the Doctor in the Dark Eyes box set, which is out later this year.
1: As for the Dark Shadows questions, um, we will need to ask Joe and James, who are mm. the producers of Dark Shadows, um, which leads me to the Dark Shadows podcast, which yes. we promised. And oh, well, you um, recorded when, as well. And, and which we recorded. Me, Joe and James were, were set in the office, we recorded it. Uh, it took us about 50 minutes, we answered all the questions that uh, people had sent in, and then the files vanished. From James's recording device, oh, so um, we will have to do it again at some point. Uh, however, Joe and James are enormously busy doing a variety of different projects, so finding a time when we can actually do it again is a oh. little bit tricky. But we we do still intend to very much bring you a Dark Shadows podcast if we can find some recording equipment that's willing to let us have it.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh well, that seems fair
1: enough. <laughs> oh, uh, Dan also finishes by saying, "By the way, when will we get a normal podcast rhythm again?" We we mm. we don't know is the answer.
0: <laughs> we just don't know. We
1: are releasing what we can when we can I think yes. is the answer to that.
0: Yeah, I am I'm, I'm hoping it will quieten down towards the end of the year but don't quote me.
1: <laughs> oh, a train. Oh. Oh, it's another it's another freight train but it's going the other way. Oh, this is just too confusing. That that's got a lot of um cargo containers on it though. <laughs> oh, it's just there's just loads. It's, it's almost too many to count. Almost. Yes, well, I mean, I didn't you've, start you've counting stopped, at the beginning yeah, and now stopped it's too late. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, I tell you, when there isn't a cargo container this time, would that be helpful? Yes. It's, there's still loads of them.
0: <laughs> I'm still enjoying. This is going to be mainly dead air at this rate. Right. No, there's a big rumble from trains going past. I'm still enjoying the fact that the fridge has shut up. Shut up the fridge.
1: Um, Chris Dale has written in to say, Big finish plus Chase Masterson equals official bestest thing ever. That is all. Chase Masterson. It was completely full that train. There wasn't a blank in there.
0: Did you see the photograph of Sylvester posing with Chase? I certainly did, yes. And did you see the look on his face?
1: Was it surprise and shock mixed with joy?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you just have to go and look at that photograph. I'll say no more. She's quite a stylish lady and she's been brilliant. She's been in a couple of our. Uh, plays. She's in uh, Stormcrow, which is the subscriber special.
1: Yes. Oh, um, you, you should plug that. Plug that heavily. We've not mentioned that. Stormcrow. What is it? Night. Night of the. Storm- Night of the Stormcrow.
0: I'd, I'm so. I've, I've directed it. Uh, <laughs> it's a Tom Baker story with Louise Jameson, and uh, it features Chase and some other fantastic people whose names escape me.
1: Well done.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's a really brilliant, spooky, disturbing, dark uh, mark. Plat script, and we had a fantastic time doing it, and uh, I think it's going to sound really nice. And that is our subscriber special for this year. So if your subscription includes the December main range release this year. Which is A Thousand and One Nights. It certainly is, which is a Peter Davison um, <coughs> anthology story with four separate episodes in it. Four separate, you know, stories in each episode. And they sort of tie together, oh yes, in a very clever way. Mm. <laughs> uh, so if you get that, uh, you will get Night of the Stormcrow for free. And also if you take out any other subscription, is that right? any other Doctor Who subscription you can name Night of the Stormcrow as your special free
1: CD or any main range subscription. any,
0: any main range subscription not a no. note yes just.
1: it has to be it has to be a 12 release subscription if you want to get an extra bonus release um I'm, I'm confusing the issue now, aren't I? Yeah. It's, if, if it's just part of the subscription, if, if your subscription includes 1,001 1 Nights and is any kind of main range subscription, then you will get Night of the Stormcrow. So six or 12 releases, download or CD, you will still get Night of the Stormcrow. Huh. Alternatively, any 12-release CD or 12-release download subscription, you can pick another free story. So you can pick Night of the Stormcrow to go with that, should you so wish. Think, you I think that covers it I think that does, yes And it's going to be available to buy Yes, uh,
0: a year from December Correct Yes, so December 2013
1: Ooh, it's a long way away It's a long, long way
0: Anne Bell Anne Bell, that's who, who was so incredible Really, got to get Anne Bell back she Jonathan Forbes yeah, we've had Mandy him back already. Yeah. Mandy Simmons, who's a good friend of Lou Jameson's, and uh, she was brilliant.
1: That's the rest of your cast, you? yeah, they were very good. Okay. Uh, the book sale happens on July the 21st and 22nd, this very weekend.
0: Oh. Uh-huh.
1: We better this get this is, podcast out If this, this is then. going to be edited in time. Yeah, it will. <coughs> it's not going to be edited, That's then
0: <laughs> <laughs> This is
1: all live, mate. <laughs> So yes, this weekend, July the 21st and 22nd, um, it features, uh, after the breakup, Paul Darrow's autobiography, Rob Shearman's caustic comedies and love songs books, um, the New World's collection of books, the Mervyn Stone books, and an awful lot of Bernie Summerfield hardback and paperback books. All for sale this weekend. It's pretty pretty wow. much pretty much every book. Oh, there's also the uh, Love Songs audio book that oh, uh, yeah. will also be on yeah, the sale. Yeah.
0: Which features not just readings, but also <laughs> little interviews with Rob Sherman, which are quite funny. Yeah. He's quite a funny fellow.
1: We have had a few people <laughs> saying that uh, they weren't aware of the sales before they'd happened. Um, now, we've been trying very hard to uh, make people aware of the sales. They're all mentioned in Vortex. Vortex is, uh, you know, usually... I think there's I think there's about two occasions when it hasn't been. Usually, Vortex is up, up on the website on the first of every month.
0: That's right. Vortex which, is our free magazine, all about big fish. You can download it or get hard copy of it when you order CDs. Thank you.
1: Plus, we also mention it on the website in the news. We also mention it on Twitter. We mention it on Facebook. So, if you're not signed up for for any of those, then potentially it might be a bit a bit of a problem. Well,
0: uh, yes, that's the trouble. And um, we, we uh, do have plans um, that it will be announced in the Houses of Parliament and by the <laughs> President of the United States states of america yes but that's about all the that's all we could do additional to what where we announced it already so just keep an eye out on the site really just keep an eye out on the news
1: yeah there's also usually an advert in doctor who magazine isn't there that covers yeah. does that cover the sales quite often yeah yeah so honestly
0: just, I mean, the place to come is bigfinish.com, yes. really, and just keep a lookout. You know, it's a lovely new site. If if you're receiving this podcast from iTunes and never come to our site because you had the horrors of the past, <laughs> and, uh, it's changed completely. It's really easy to access and find anything you want. Yep. So just come and give it a try.
1: Plus also, I mean, people were saying, is there any chance of more warning for the sales? And the answer is no, not really, because it tends to kill off any sales of any products that might be in that sale. Yes. And we can't really afford to, <laughs> to take a massive hit on any products two months in advance. That's the whole point of a sale, you see. <laughs> it's an
0: instantaneous thing. That's what we're doing.
1: Okay. So, yes. Do you want some more emails? Yes, please. Um, Mike, who doesn't give his surname, but oh, his email is from, from, see, we'll from call you, Michael and Claire. We'll call you Secret Mike. Uh, he says, just to say how much I enjoyed The Butcher of Brisbane. It was a very exciting story and was a perfect prequel to Talon's. My only complaint is I like to fit all my Doctor Who into one big Who-niverse, but how can the story be slotted in anyway with such a big gap in the companion's lives? It doesn't detract from the story, which is top-notch, but it does make it hard to fit into the TV continuity, which makes it feel less real as Doctor Who. I know this may sound like a silly point, but as a Doctor Who fan, it matters to me. So please come up with a clever explanation so I can rest easy.
0: OK, we'll get someone to come up with a clever explanation. <laughs> it won't be me.
1: <laughs> See, it's weird. I, I, I think that with three years, I don't think necessarily that, that that's nec- that that's too much of a gap. I mean, considering that you can assume that uh, the companions have a lot of adventures with the Doctor in between stories as it is, I don't hmm. think three years is too much of a stretch, really.
0: Well, I mean, you could just take the view that we've said it works, so it does. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, everyone has an opinion about this sort of thing. Yes.
1: Anyway, uh, Michael Evans says, I'm currently a subscriber to the Doctor Who CD monthly range and very much appreciate the extended download extras and the PDF files of the scripts. They really expand and enrich the plays. Oh, good. Likewise, I'm a subscriber to the Doctor Who Companion Chronicles and Lost Stories CDs and was wondering if there might be an opportunity to provide the PDF files of those scripts as an incentive to subscribers. Otherwise, might there be a likelihood of being able to purchase those scripts as eBooks or PDF files in the future? Keep up the good work, and it is good work. Oh. <laughs> well, that was uh, that's an
0: interesting point that we will have to digest. Mm.
1: It's fairly easy to get them onto the new site. It just depends whether, you know, if there's a massive clamour of people desperate for more scripts or if we could be doing script books. Mm. We did script books before, didn't we? Did anyone buy any of them?
0: <laughs> uh, no, they weren't. They didn't sell very well at all. And uh, we can't do uh, Doctor Who books anymore, so. No, that's true.
1: Okay, uh, James Hall says a while back during one of your sales, I picked up series one and two of the Eighth Doctor. I've been slowly making my way through them. I absolutely love the new companion. I think she's a great addition. And Paul McGann that would be too- Lucy Miller. Yes, and Paul McGann turns in an always excellent performance as the Doctor. I was very excited when I saw the titles of the last few stories show up on my iPod, especially the one that promised to feature The Return of Morbius. But imagine my shock at the sudden cliffhanger at the end of that story. I guess I'm hooked. I now plan to pick up series three and four. Looking through the titles on your website, I'm equally excited to hear those stories too.
0: Oh, well, that's very gratifying. I'm particularly proud of our hits Doctor and Lucy stories. So that's really lovely to hear. Uh, you know, we always wanted to end uh, Vengeance of Morbius on a sort of Reichenbach Falls kind of thing. <laughs> and, that was, and that's what we did. We just <laughs> nicked the idea.
1: Wayne Bull says, wanted to drop you a few lines about however the last 12 years I've enjoyed all your ranges. I've been a subscriber since 2000 to the main Doctor Who range and over the years have purchased most of your other ranges dating from Bernice Summerfield to Graceless 2. Long may it continue. Oh. However, the reason for However, getting in I'm contact to- <laughs> only really came to me today, when my copy of The Butcher of Brisbane came in the post. In the production notes, you mentioned how Terry Nation was not only brilliant as the creator of the Daleks, but how he really created some wonderful villains, i.e. the Kraals. Recently I listened to the BBC audio version of The Dalek Master Plan* by The Great Man, and I wondered if you'd ever thought of making a mini of the life of Mavic Chen in the same vein as the brilliant I Davros. It seems to me right for you. Far future events with whole galaxies involved, fleets of Dalek ships waiting to attack the solar system, and just what did Mavic Chen do in those 50 years while they were mining the teranium Core? Surely this reminds Nick of the fantastic Dalek Empire series. Mr Nation also created the ultra creepy Carlton as Chen's assistant, though I wonder who really was in charge out of the two men. And just what, what, what was the embodiment Grease never men, uh, mentioned but never seen? With the end of Gallifrey Series 5 and 6 ever 9, maybe Gary Russell would want to make this, as I understand Nick's workload may be a bit on the heavy side. Either way, I would buy it, and I'm sure it would go down a storm. <coughs> there you go.
0: Yes. Well, I mean, uh, <coughs> the lovely Kevin Stoney, who I was lucky enough to meet, who played Mavic Chen, is no longer <coughs> with us, so that makes that a bit difficult. I mean, obviously, we've recast parts like that, like the Celestial Toymaker and what have you, before. So, <coughs> yes, I mean... The trouble with doing that sort of prequel thing is that, I would say, that you know, we know what's going to happen next, really. Hmm. And I think that the Dalek master plan focused in on um, Mavic Chen when, when the interesting thing happened. Yes, what was he doing before? He was probably just cackling and scheming a bit, <laughs> and going, saying, I'm going to do something really evil. I'm going to use the Daleks. I don't know. You know, it all came to a head with the Daleks master plan, didn't it? Yeah. That was the
1: story, really. Mavic Chen is featured in the Companion Chronicle, The Guardian of the Solar System Indeed, as well, yes. so we have utilised the character yes. to some extent in that. And also, yes, it
0: does sound like Dalek Empire, and, and so I think it would be too much of a repeat of the kind of thing we'd done before. But it is a lovely idea, you know, Maybe you never know, one day we might come back to that, thank mm. you.
1: Andy Scott says uh, in times of upload issues misdownload spreadsheet hell and disgruntled fans remember that most of us appreciate what you're doing and love your output thought it was time to say thanks to you all for the time you've all put into BFP thank you and keep your chins up oh thank you it's that whole did we have that before someone telling us to keep our chins up quite possibly <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I think that David's made the um intimation that I had many chins
1: Oh, that's sweet, isn't it? He's yeah, lovely, isn't he? He is, yeah. I must punch him tomorrow. <laughs> uh, Tony Jones says, just a quick thank you for the chance to extend my listening and empty my piggy bank. I've now <laughs> indulged in all of the Companion Chronicle offers and also Series th- series 1 of Jacob and Lightfoot. So far, I've enjoyed the wonderful Revenants, Transit of Venus and many deaths of Joe Grant with Solitaire and the Sarah Kingdom trilogy to look forward to. Wow. The Revenants, incidentally, is the... Doctor Who magazine free subscriber release and will still be on the site until I believe at least the end of August. We may have extended it till the end of September, oh, right. I can't recall. But yes, it's still there if you have the code and Doctor Who magazine or if you're in an overseas country where you're still waiting for Doctor Who magazine. It, That's it will, why we left it, it up for so long because
0: we realised that some people in countries outside the UK don't get Doctor Who magazine quite
1: as quickly as we do. The brilliant Doctor Who magazine. Uh, Bill who also hasn't given given a surname, says... Hello, Bill. ...says, Are there any plans for a series three of Graceless? I thought the first two were very good and very character-driven. Yes. I'm hoping Abby and Zara escape the vortex that they were plunged in.
0: Yes. There are plans for a third series of
1: Graceless. Yeah, that was easy, wasn't it? Yeah, easy. 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 (laughs) Easy. Sam Elliott says, I just wanted to write in and praise the work you've done on the fourth Doctor Adventures. It's been great to see Tom back as my favourite Doctor. I hope you go on to do many more. I enjoyed it so much, I was inspired to make these titles and attach a trailer to promote it to fellow fans. I hope you enjoy. And then there's a YouTube clip. Is there? There's some fourth Doctor Adventures uh, Doctor Who titles, which oh. is quite sweet. Are they good? Can you play? Well, I, I can do, yes. Um, it, it might take a little while to uh, to load up, but, you know.
0: But in answer to it was Sam, wasn't it? In answer to Sam's uh, uh, letter. Ooh. Oh, that's good. Yeah.
1: This is now the sound of two people watching a title sequence. Tom Baker. It said on the screen. <laughs>
0: oh, he's kind of redone the title sequence, hasn't he? That's really splendid work. Doctor Who. Here's, Ha uh, uh, Trail of the White Worm. By Alan Barnes, <laughs> Part One. Wow, it's nice, isn't it? Oh, and then he's used our our YouTube thing. Yes, oh, that's really good. I enjoyed that. And sorry if you didn't at home, since it was quite boring. Me <laughs> just making noises. Um, and we we would uh, certainly hope to continue doing lots of. Tom Baker adventures. We're having a fantastic time with him. He, he and I have have a bit of a thing going about my hush puppies. <laughs> <laughs> he leant across uh, uh, last time I was directing him and sort of just booted my shoes and said, Nick, how are those hush puppies getting on? So yeah, he's got hush puppy envy. Yeah. <laughs> the funny things we get up to, eh? eh, eh? Uh, have, you, have you got a last email? Because we really ought to be going, because I yes. sense we've been boring
1: people to death. Yeah, you might be right. Uh, Andrew Wooding says, just listened to the latest podcast, and it's prompted me to say a big thank you for all the work you've done over the years. I remember rushing to Forbidden Planet in Leeds in 1999 to wow. get my copy of The Sirens of Time. Oh, and since then, I've been an avid follower. And while I am a fan of the early years since Nick took over, he and others have built on what went before till Big Finish became a company that produced almost one new Doctor Who story a week.
0: Oh my goodness. I love what you do and in <laughs> do the long we?
1: term this download blip will be forgotten and the legacy of all these great stories will be remembered. Thank you and keep going.
0: Well, I can't thank you enough for saying that and yes, let let us hope that the blip is forgotten and uh or at least forgiven. <laughs> and and that uh, you know, it's been such a privilege and I you know, I I I look forward to uh working for big finish for many years to come because um i don't know whether i've said this before in a podcast but uh, actually you know when i took this job on after gary left i thought i'd do it for about a year and it would drive me crazy um but uh, i've enjoyed it year on year more and more actually and i know it does get crazy but uh, not to sound too sentimental but you know in yourself paul and with david richardson and the other people we have working for us. We have just such a great team. And, uh, you know, everyone's very committed to what they do, which is lovely. You know, Mark Plasto, our designer, um, really just... Uh, goes the extra mile all the time and does so much hard work for us and Alex Mallinson who who designs for us too all the sound designers Jamie and Andy and uh, Matthew and Simon and and I'm gonna get a kick in the head for not mentioning people but you know all really lovely people (sighs) Howard and Steve Steve, yeah (laughs) you see and uh, and Toby Robinson who records the plays Uh, in London and Paul Midcalf who records them down in Tunbridge Wells all really uh, brilliant people who who, um, thankfully for us really buy into the idea of Big Finish, now you didn't realise I was going to make a huge speech, neither did I, (laughs) probably it made no sense but yes, thank you it's been such fun and I hope we'll continue to be so there goes the train is it time we got on it and went away?
1: Yes, it probably is. It, it, much, much as I, I like the fact that, that you've uh, you've brought this to a close on your magnificent speech, should we also <laughs> should we also briefly mention that uh, that people could uh, give us a little bit of extra time with their orders at the moment because sales are running a little behind. Oh yes. Um, because I've been getting a few a few emails from people saying, "Where is my order?" of Sales because of the well because it's the time of year when staff have holidays and people have had days off and. There uh, have been a couple yes. of people who've been off ill and we've had a lot of sales which has made you know increased the workload and we've had some more orders. That's right. Which... The the special
0: offers have, have taken up quite a lot of their capacity. Yeah. Also the website problems. Yeah. There was a problem that none of you knew about where they were getting multiple emails sent to the sales department which was a blip on the site and they had to correlate information from the various emails because they didn't all contain the same email, the same information. So yeah. you can imagine that, that caused uh, upset and, and a bit of a slowdown. I think I think we're well within sending stuff out within 28 days, which Absolutely. is what we say, but of course, you know, people are spoiled by the fact or used to the fact that we send them out a lot quicker usually. So yeah. please bear with us. If it doesn't come within 28 days, then uh, yes, come and complain, but uh, you should allow up to 28 days. They should come a lot, lot sooner though.
1: Yeah, and they're
0: getting back on track
1: slowly yeah. but surely. So, Alison and be, the team uh,
0: are doing really brilliant work there. Yeah. So a big thank you to them. Also, yes, they should have been mentioned in my big speech and all the fantastic work they do for us. And also, more, away.
1: weirdly, almost everybody who's emailed me saying, oh, I ordered this a couple of weeks ago and I've not had it, um, I've replied saying, can you give it a bit more time? And I think everyone without exception has then got it within a couple of days after emailing oh, So, good. Not that so that email
0: actually affected that.
1: No. Birth, oh, I'd so, also yeah. like
0: to thank you, Paul, for the um, um, amazing work you do chatting to customers and, you know, making sure everyone is informed in a friendly manner. It's not not many companies, you know, to give the kind of response and service that you give. So thanks very much.
1: Well, that's quite oh, right any God, time. God, I'm tearing up. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're a nice bunch of people, aren't they? They're, yeah, well, I mean... Our fans you... are, a, are a joy to talk to well, 99.9% of the time. Yes.
0: <laughs> but there's that one bloke. <laughs> uh,
1: No, I'm only
0: choking. We love you all. (laughs) Anyway, have you finished, or do you want to, David Richardson style,
1: keep this podcast going forever? No, I'm going to get on that train that we've missed.
0: Oh, no, quick, come
1: on!